Tonight, we take just a moment to pause in our busy lives and consider something of great importance, how we prepare for eternity. That's what we do every Sunday as we gather together as a church family, studying the great truths of the Christian faith, preparing for eternity. I would love you to be part of that, part of this community, taking time each week to put aside the stuff of every day and prepare for our eternal future. And you are welcome, very welcome, to be part of that. There are all sorts of songs we love to sing or hear at Christmas. Tonight, as Matt has read, we heard a song by someone who was there at Jesus' birth. Mary's song, Mary the mother of Jesus, sings from her heart a remarkable song from a remarkable young woman. In his plan of salvation, Mary was used by God in a special way. She was privileged to be the one who would bear and give birth to the Son of God, the Savior of all humanity. And that is what Mary is singing of. It is a song with no sentimentality, full of significance. Mary's theme as she sings is not herself. Even though all generations will remember her and call her blessed, as we are doing tonight, even though we remember her, her song is not about herself. It is about the significance of the son she is carrying and will give birth to the Lord Jesus. My soul magnifies in the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. All generations will call me blessed. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. What is the great thing the Lord has done for Mary? The privilege of being the mother of the Son of God. But the greatest thing the Lord has done for Mary is that the child she is carrying will be her Savior. Many years later, Mary would watch her son dying on the cross. Mary would have heard her baby's first cry. And she would hear him cry from the cross of Calvary, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As her son bore the wrath of God for her own sin and all who believe in Jesus. As a mother, she would hear him cry from the cross, It is finished, as he breathed his last. At that moment, Mary, his mother, 
was reconciled to God along with all who believe in Jesus. Jesus was her son, but Jesus was her saviour. And then, with great joy, she saw her son raised to life, giving her new life and the promise of resurrection to everlasting life. And so she sings, My soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Is that a song you could sing? The greatest thing the Lord has done for Mary is that Jesus is our Savior. The greatest thing the Lord has done for humanity is that Jesus is the Savior of humanity. The greatest thing the Lord has done for you is that Jesus is your Savior. All you need to do is receive the gift of salvation. Say yes to Jesus. Say thank you for the gift of forgiveness. He wants to give you. He offers to you now. Mary's song is about Jesus, but even more than that, it is a song about God, about what God has done for her and all humanity in giving us his Son to be our Savior. I wonder if you noticed how God dominates her song. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. He has looked. He who is mighty. His mercy. He has shown strength. He has scattered. He has filled the hungry. He has helped his servant. He spoke to our fathers. God is the subject of every line in her song. God is the subject of every book in the Bible. The Bible is about God. In the beginning, God had a plan which he began, not a human plan, God's plan. And God will bring that plan to fruition, a plan that focused on the coming of Jesus to be our Savior, a plan that will be fulfilled in the return of Jesus at the dawn of eternity in a new creation. That's God's plan for humanity. And Mary sang in perfect harmony with God's plan. She sang in tune with God's purposes. We might paraphrase Mary's song like this, the irresistible, unchanging purposes of God that she sang in harmony with, like the power of the wind and the sea. There is no powerful sight, no more powerful sight and the power of the wind on the sea. The power of the wind on the sea can drive a ship to its destination or drive it onto the rocks and destruction. And that is an apt description of the power of God as Mary saw it here in her song. The power of God 
that either drives us to our heavenly destination or drives us to our destruction. Three times she sings that refrain. First in verses 50 and 51. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud to the thoughts of their hearts. His mercy is for those who fear him. Do not presume on his mercy at the end of your life if you do not fear him. If you have a proud heart, and a proud heart means that you do not fear God, you will be scattered. And which do you want? Do you want his mercy or to be scattered? Do you fear him or are you too proud? Mary sings that refrain a second time. Verse 52, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. And God is still the same. He will humble the proud and the arrogant And he will exalt the humble. It might be that over the past year, as we watch these poignant scenes, it might be that over the past year, God has in some way in your life been humbling you in order that he might lift you up. And then Mary sings that refrain a third time. Verse 53, he has filled the hungry with good things. And the rich he has sent away empty. If you are rich and self-satisfying and complacent. With no interest in spiritual things. In the end God will send them away. If you say I cannot see anything in this message of salvation. Then he will send you away empty. But if you are hungry. Hungry in your soul, he will fill you with good things. So which are you, self-satisfied or hungry? And that is the power of God working through history, the power of God coming toward us. Either it will scatter us, pull us down, send us away, drive us onto the rocks so that our life ends in destruction, Or God is going to show mercy to us, exalt us, and fill us with good things. What do you want the power of God to do to you? There are simple conditions for divine blessing. If we fear him, if we are humble, And if we are hungry. And God is not going to change his ways for my benefit or yours. Mary looks back in verse 55 to Abraham thousands of years before in God's promise that Abraham would be the father of faith. His descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. That there would be a day when people from all over the earth would be in the company of God's redeemed people. And God did it. God is doing it as people every day in the nations of the earth make Jesus their Savior. 
Mary looks back and she looks to the future and says that all generations will call me blessed. As this generation tonight does, we call her blessed. What a powerful assertion that the last generation to live on this earth will call her blessed. God's purpose, starting with Abraham at the beginning and ending with that last generation, his purposes will never change. Mary sings in tune with the purposes of God. Mary is in tune with God's will. Mary is blown by the wind of God's power to her heavenly destination. What about you? Now that's the story of what's going on in the world. You will struggle to find that story in your daily newspaper or on whichever news website you look at. You'll struggle to find it. You'll struggle to hear it. And that is extraordinary, given it is the only thing of real significance. Where I will spend, where you will spend all eternity. Are you in tune with that? Are you prepared for eternity? Even now, before you leave this church, you can submit to that child of Mary's Jesus, who is now exalted and Lord of all. You can tune your heart to the purposes of God, which will never change. I'm going to read Mary's song again, and then a small group will sing her song giving us the chance to think about these important things. And Mary sang, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him, from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Amen. Amen.